0: Okay, we are live episode 137. I have a new shirt. It's green, somewhat green, light green. I like it. I don't, It is what it is. Uh, it's summer. Uh, here we go. Jessica Berger, Bundle and Joy, uh, Georgiana Deering, Fu, uh, Virginia Foodie, welcome to the show. Hi,
1: Thank thanks you. for having us.
0: Uh, Jessica, uh, we are talking Bundle and Joy. I really like that name, by the way. Um, I think this is in the pet arena. Uh, we don't do many uh, in that uh, in that category, but that's why I like this one. Give us the story. When did it start and what's it all about?
2: Yeah, so I've spent the last 15 years in the pet industry. It's pretty widely known for being stale and decades behind. I love the natural products industry. I had a lot of exposure to it over the last 10 years and thought, gosh, pet is so behind. And so uh, Bundle and Joy, we are on the surface delivering a curated bundle of superfood nutrition um, to your doorstep, food, treats, and supplements each month. Um, But we're really about bringing purpose back to pet nutrition. So as a female-founded company, we are kind of uncommon in our industry, uh, and we're just shaking it all up.
0: Okay, cool. Um, and what does the team look like today? I just want to get sort of some context there. Like, where are you at? Who's on the team? Give us that breakdown.
2: Yeah, so we're based out of Phoenix, Arizona, where a ton of pet companies are because we have a big national retailer here in town. Um, My team consists of a sales director with like 22 years of pet experience. We have like 40 years of pet experience in the team. I've got a brand manager, a community manager, and I also love to bring in local interns um, from Grand Canyon University um, that are focused on entrepreneurship
0: very cool uh phoenix folks uh if we you're in the basket into basketball right now you know us in the bay area warriors we're doing the thing let's make that happen she's talking about phoenix suns no 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 uh, we anyway. can still be friends mark we uh, but can we still can be, be friends. friends we are yes. I'm friends of everybody okay I'm friends with everybody um okay i uh, give us the, the lay of the land for those that don't know i bet there's so many people on here who have a pet people don't know the statistics about pets i I, I was, was schooled on that some years ago, and I remember being shocked by those numbers. How many pets are in a household? Um, you know, what's the, 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 the dynamic? Anyway, the pet industry is gigantic. Uh, give us sort of that for context for those that don't know.
2: Yeah, $110 billion industry. We just had our biggest year ever. 70 million pets uh, in home. Dogs by large are the largest. Obviously, COVID, a lot more people spending time at home, so we saw a significant increase of pet ownership, Uh, and we're really seeing millennial and Gen Z consumers being the largest cohort now, so they're spending a lot more on their pets than their parents ever did, and it's just an emerging category. We expect, actually, the industry will grow like 3x in the next five years, so so much room for growth
0: let's go to product again what's the differentiating factors like what did what did you do and why is it important to you and how are you going to sort of separate yourself in what is a, an extremely competitive everything's competitive i know everything it doesn't matter if you're talking doggy treats doggy bars cookies for humans it's all anyway go ahead
2: yeah, you're right. It's a super competitive space, right? And for us, we kind of did a lot of research that said the consumer is having to go so many different places for their pet's needs. So they're going to a Chewy, they're going to their local pet store, they're maybe buying an awesome D2C new product they found on Instagram. And we said, what if a brand truly brought that all together? So a vertical nutrition, a lot of the people have allergies, their pets don't even know it. So we're like, how do we find a way to find the core nutrition? For us, core nutrition Real meat or fish is the first ingredient. A lot of brands don't have that. Uh, We don't add other fillers or other proteins. So it's not like, hey, I bought a salmon dog food, but it's got turkey and chicken and salmon and who knows what else in it. Um, And then our second thing is really around superfoods. So as we did a lot of the research, that younger consumer, 50% of them consider themselves flexitarian. You know this, right? So I want to introduce more plant-based foods into my diet. And hey, I want to start doing that with my pet. I may or may not be ready to go fully plant-based, So we add uh, 20 plant-based superfoods into every bag, and then we add probiotics for gut health, which we all know the benefits of that for ourselves. So the nutrition is that. The convenience is simply that you have this amazing bundle builder. You go in, we learn about you and your pet, and we send your food, your treats, and your supplements to your door as little as $2 a day. But what I love about what we're doing is we're actually doing add-ons. Like People can add items from other female and underrepresented founders, and that's really important to us.
0: If you were to remove, if somebody were to just listen to that and, and not know what we were talking about, they would think you were talking about food, human food. Um, and, and again, so when you were talking nutrition, I was getting all excited, like these dogs are, you know, going to be pumped up. I mean, they're they they got good nutrition. It, it, it's like it's the reminder to everybody right which i talk on a lot i know it's a broken record about what we put in our bodies is how we feel both physically and mentally dogs do too i don't know if you've cats too i don't know how that all works but i it's all the same it, it's what we're putting into our body remember that you don't feel good because you're putting sh- in your body the same goes for for pets and the thing is we will talk about it for in a second even if this is premium which i assume it is it sounds a little more expensive than other things um it's it's because it's important uh and there is a segment of the pet market that speaks directly to this i'm going to give another fun fact it's like babies people don't know this about the baby how much we spend on our kids. It's a gigantic number. The same thing happens with pets. It's treated like kids. And so there is a segment of the market that she's after for those that believe in the importance of providing their pet something good. Okay, now back to it. Uh, premium, uh, is that tough? I mean, the price point's gotta be, m- Significantly higher than name. Just some generic, you know, fifty-year legacy pure Purina. Is that even still in business? I, I'm not, I, is that bad? I don't know. I don't yeah, know. no.
2: I mean, I'm ex-CPG. I worked for the number two largest pet food manufacturer in the U.S. for years in the natural products industry, and talk about a conundrum, right? So, you know, these guys are great at marketing, and they know what they're doing. Here's what I would say: like, I really looked at nutrition to say what are the most important things. That I would feed my dog. I have a great Dane, and he's sensitive and I am so particular about what I give him. And for me, I was like, what are those core things? And that's what I broke it down to. I would also tell you, there are so many different types of pet food. We love what everyone's doing in raw, frozen, dehydrated. There is everything on the market. The problem is it's not accessible for everyone. Right. And so for us, we believe in kibble from the perspective that it creates an opportunity for someone still to feed a really good product. In an accessible price point, so we're actually on par with other natural brands, um, but it, we're not going to be as cheap as something you would find, you know, at some of the mass retailers.
0: This is going to be totally random because I do random things. Kibble, when I heard the name. Again, I, I'm not too savvy on the pet market. Uh, is there such thing as kibble and bits? Is that thing still out? Is that a brand? Oh,
2: yeah. There's still kibbles and bits, and gravy train. You can get it okay. all. And okay. yeah, it's it, scary stuff. That's
0: <laughs> marketing for you. I remember a commercial probably like 20, 15 years ago kibbles and bits. And think about that. can, you, I don't. Anyway, um, let's talk about distribution. Where can you be found uh, today?
2: Yeah, so when we launched, I really saw the brand as truly direct-to-consumer. That being said, we know that our shopper shops, wants to shop everywhere, right? No different than all of our strategies you talk about with a lot of amazing brands on this podcast. We have to be where the shopper is, right? So that multi-channel strategy is important. I think it has to be very strategic. I personally feel like the natural products, natural grocery shopper understands the importance of nutrition, right? And so for us, we're strategically looking at partnerships in natural grocery. So we'll be online. Uh, We'll be on Amazon from the perspective of, you know, research and education and getting to know the brand because we know everyone looks there first. Um, But then we'll also strategically be in some retailers. And I think that's really important.
0: Nice. Okay. Um, this is just great info. And I like the newness of it um, uh, as far as category and the stuff that you're doing uh, and that you touched on nutrition. I got really excited about that. Um, give us the next 12 months for the the company, the brand, what does it look like and where do you want to, where do you want to go?
2: Yeah. I mean, we very strategically launched at Expo West. I didn't launch at a pet show because I truly believe that the nutrition piece, that purpose piece, um, is so much bigger than just pet. And I love my pet friends, but they're a little behind. So for us in the next 12 months, we're really trying to, again, bring purpose back. I know that sounds a little like whimsical and a little ridiculous, but, you know, we're really leaning forward with having more conversations around underrepresentation in the pet industry. The natural products industry is amazing. I, I feel home when I'm there. When I'm at a pet event, I don't. And so we're actually trying to be a part of that movement and sort of bringing other founders in. The next 12 months, direct-to-consumer will be on shelves. I think for us, we're just trying to blow up what people think about when they think about pet food.
0: I love it. Okay, cool. I'm going to, I'm going to get your info up at the end of this uh, as usual. Uh, We are going to Georgiana. Georgiana with Virginia Foodie. Give it to us. What is it all about?
1: Well, thanks for having me on, Mark. I'm Georgiana Deering. I'm the founder of vafoodie.com and I'm the host of the Virginia Foodie Podcast. I, in my practice, I provide content marketing strategy and coaching for good food brands. I've been helping brands sell in and sell through retail and distribution channels since about 1998. As a Virginia foodie, I'm providing the same services my corporate clients needed, but in a way that makes them accessible to small brands. When people hear content marketing, they think of blogs and social media, but those are really top of the funnel activities. My whole career has been working with words and images, and to me, it's all contact, all content. <laughs> so there are five tools that a food brand invests in to tell the story. Their website. websites their packaging, their sell sheets and social media and email. And to my practice is trying to put a strategy behind what they're doing with that investment and make sure it's being leveraged across all channels so that they're saying the right message at the right time to the right audience.
0: I love it. I love all that. Um, good stuff. Uh, content stuff creation stuff beautiful i love it uh georgiana's info jessica's info have a wonderful rest of the week and people ask when i have to do some stuff real quick at the house like why there's no like check marks well because they don't really do the stuff they're supposed to do i mean that's what's <laughs> happening around here i'm just keeping it just keeping it 100 anyway be well